I'm delighted uh, that my guest this week on the programme is uh, a former councillor, former senator, a former uh, TD and former minister, Michael Finneran, and a good friend of mine for many years. Michael, it's great to chat to you. Well, it's good to chat to yourself, Seamus, indeed, yes, indeed. It's good to see you. Tell me where Michael Finneran came from. Where were you born and bred, as the fellas? Well, Michael Finneran was born in uh, Fever Dysart, County Roscommon. Uh, my parents, uh, Bernard and, and Molly, they were full-time farmers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the third oldest of eight sons. Eight? Yes. Eight sons? Yes. No sisters. Right. Uh. So uh, that was a lot of children uh, in uh, a household. Uh, so I, I'm sure farming and hard work was uh, part of your upbringing. Yes. Yeah, everyone was involved. Yes. Uh, right. My father was a full-time farmer. Uh, he never left home. Uh, uh, my mother uh, married in there. She was from Top McConnell, the next parish. Right. And she had never left Top McConnell and had come down. And she was uh, of farming stock as well. Right. So they, they, they had 60 Irish acres that we had in my time. Right. And they made a living on it. And uh, everyone what sort had a job. Of, what sort of farmer? Uh, uh, sheep and cattle and tillage. Right. Uh, corn, uh, uh, we would have... Um, Malton barley, right. of course, uh, going for the for the for the for the, the stout and the beer, right. and uh, uh, and uh, then feeding barley, of course, right. that would be crushed for the cattle and the sheep, and uh, uh, then uh, they would have cattle and sheep. Ours would be a good sheep country, as you probably right. know, a limestone yeah. country, and uh, my father prided himself in his in, in his sheep, and he would have them in, in, in rings above on the hill and green and bend the slope, right. uh, in 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 October every year. And, uh, he always got top prices for them hey, because he'd have them he'd have them done to the last, you know. Right, and uh, where did you go to school? Local national school. Our house was next door to the school. Right, uh, Fever National School. Uh, I went there. Uh, there were two people. Uh, uh, one of them a very well known figure. Uh, first of all, off the lady uh, that was teaching in what we call the Mrs. School or the mm. lower classes was Kathleen Kelly from Claremont, Claremont right. House, right. and uh, the man in the in the master's room. Was none other than my great friend uh, Fonzie Tully. Fonzie Tully. Yes, indeed. Yeah, who went on to be chairman of Roscommon GA and yes, lovely indeed. man. Yes, a fabulous man. I, I, at, at sometime I gave an interview at somewhere, I think it might have been the night he retired, and I mm. said that apart from my parents, he probably had more influence on me mm. than anybody else. Did you like school? I did. Did so. Uh, and it was good. We went home for lunch. We, you know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You were next door. Uh, so it was a happy time. Great time, yeah, great time. Uh, our our lifestyle in in, in Fever at that time was, was was good. Our house was good. It was a very very relaxed house. Mm. Everybody had a great interest in farming. Everyone knew mm. when a cow was going to calf. Everyone knew we had to be in the fields <laughs> when the sheep were yeaning. Yeah. Uh, uh, we knew that we had to bag the spuds when they were when they were being sold on to Grinham's or and Banlaslow mm. or to Maurice or whatever. So everyone had a job. Even when you were eight or nine, you 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 you, you were stuck in, as you might say. And uh, yeah, right. You were in school, and uh, you were enjoying at home, which was a simple life, the same as a lot of people lived at that time, mm. uh, and a very happy life. So mm. you went on to secondary school. Yes. Um, uh, I I I, I uh, as you know, there was no bus uh, going yeah. at that time. So um, anyway, my um, uh, obviously my opportunity would be to have to cycle to Atlone, Banlaslow, or to right. St. in Ballygar. But looking enough, I got a scholarship to Summerhill College in Sligo. Oh, right. And uh, that's how I wound up there. So I spent five years there in Summerhill. Uh, did you like Summerhill? I did, I did. We had a great group there. There was a big group for the parish there. And uh, 
it wasn't a finishing school for young girls, but it was hardy stuff. I was, was just good. going to say, boarding school is not easy, because I went myself for three years, and yes. it suits some people, and it doesn't suit others. Yeah, we got on well. I had, my, I had an older brother there as well, Paddy. Uh, 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 he was there two years ahead of me. And, um, uh, and then there were um, uh, a good few from my class, uh, that well-known figures in County Roscommon here. That's, was, that's why it was very hard to get on a football team there, because you had... Jimmy Cox and and, and Parik McCallaghan, a close friend of mine, Johnny Kelly, <laughs> Pat Gately, yeah. all of these fellows who were who were who were, who were um, yeah. you know county players. In the county room. players, yeah. right? And uh, Summer Hill, a great school for for football, and it was a great school for everything, every sort of sport. Uh, d- no, not you... for every sport. Every, yeah. No, um, I remember uh, in my first year there, Jimmy Kelly, the late Jimmy Kelly of Dyson, Gary Keel Dyson, and myself, we were down on the long pitch and we were poking a slither. Uh, from one to the other below and um, one of the prefects come down and he said the president wants to see you so we went up along anyway and he said for you to bring your hurlies with you you see so we went up the president's room we had to be shown where it was i didn't know where it was but none of us did because we were our first year so he said to me two buckos he said this is president father charlie kelleher he said um uh, who told you you could bring the, those things here so we didn't know what he would meant to tell you Hurl. yeah so now he said uh, leave them, leave those two hurlies there and the slither ball with them, he said. And when you're going home, he said, for Christmas, come and collect them and don't bring them back. Hmm. And you were always interested in hurling, of course, from where you were from and everything like that. Hurling was part of your... Fonzie Tully brought hurling to FIFA National School. Right. He, he, he came from Aldrehan in County Galway. Hmm. His dad uh, was the sergeant in Ballyforden and Fonzie came teaching. I think it was only his second job hmm. ever came there and of course hurling was very much as you know he played for Roscommon mm. himself years ago for Roscommon so it was hurling at lunchtime always there in the field right. national school yes did you play uh, hurling yourself for yes uh, I played I played uh, a bit of uh, hurling uh, unfortunately during the uh, my time in, in Summerhill the three summers from Intercept on to Leverstadt I went to London to work saving money Mm. Uh, to keep the pocket money going right. and I missed out on a good bit right. uh, then I had an accident on my right toe and right foot when I was um, 18 uh, a welding bottle fell on it right. it was badly damaged and I, I went up I spent a while down in, in uh, university just at that time the regional hospital in Galway and uh, uh, I never kicked a ball after that obviously because I couldn't I was right footed yeah. but I went back hurling then uh, when I joined the Dublin Health Authority and I played with St Brendan's then for a, a while mm-hmm. oh very good and you always loved hurling I know oh that. yes indeed yes. Uh, so uh, on you went to the end of Summerhill and you enjoyed that uh, what did you do then after that after that then I, I, everybody was uh, applying for different jobs at that time and obviously um, uh, I would like to have gone to university there's no question yeah. about that but um there was a big household in our house, and um, yeah. uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't it wasn't possible. I don't think uh, uh, for everyone to go. I think uh, uh, there was others coming after me. So uh, I applied for a, a number of jobs. I applied for civil service. I applied for a lingus, and uh, I applied for uh, nursing in uh, with the um, Dublin Health Authority. Right. I got all three actually, uh, and uh, uh, and I thought about taking a lingus side of. An idea about that, right. but anyway, for one reason or another, I decided that maybe a qualification was the right thing. And right. Uh, when, it, when I didn't, uh, when I didn't get to university, I thought maybe qualification was the right thing. So um, I took up uh, uh, nursing, psychiatric nursing, 
with the Dublin Health Authority, and uh, that's where I qualified. Right, and you studied there. What length of a course was that? Right? Uh, uh, as a psychiatric nurse. Yeah, two or three years. Oh, three, or? Three, years. three years. Three years. Three years. Three years. Three years. And did you enjoy that? It was oh, more or less third oh, level. Oh, yes. That's where yeah. I played a bit of hurling, and also that's where I met my wife. Well, that's where you met her. Where did you meet Betty now? I was sitting in the in the in the dining room one day in uh, lunchtime, and a group of young girls came in. There were student nurses, but I, I I didn't know at the time they were. Right. Either, and uh, that's where I saw her first, and right. we, we linked up, and uh, and uh, she started going out. Yeah, yeah. And you weren't. She's not that far away from me. She's from close enough to. Oh no no, she's from Slave Row in County Kilkenny. She's oh she's from Slave. Oh that's right, she's in, yeah, in yeah, County yeah. Kilkenny. Come, she comes from a very strong hurling family. Right. Uh, uh, she had um, five brothers that played at some stage or other for Kilkenny. Yeah, they're at right. senior uh, at minor levels. Right. There's a number of All Ireland medals and league medals in the house down in Slave Row. Uh, Mickey was on the fifty-seven team. Jimmy was a minor, minor uh, one of minor All Ireland. Richie won a minor All Ireland. And, um, and what's she, her maiden name? Watch, watch. Uh, That's Watch's. a great, a great Kilkenny name. Yeah, and she had two brothers who were Captain Watford uh, as well. Amazing. Uh, 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 one Captain Watford in '66 and one Captain Watford in '68. Exactly. Yeah. So you started going out, and uh, when did you get married? We got married. It's up there on the wall uh, uh, um, on the twentieth of February, nineteen seventy-one. Nineteen seventy-one. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. All of our. Where did you live first of all? We lived, we lived in, in a beautiful little up-and-down uh, townhouse in um, uh, Hill Street, 50 Hill Street, just off Parnell Street in Dublin. Right. You could walk around the corner onto Parnell Street and out onto O'Connell Street. Street right. And um, uh, uh, we had all of our um, uh, parents were up there, and um, Betty's parents were up there, and my, all my brothers, her brothers and sisters. I think we had about 70, and we were in the City Arms. Uh, that's where we had right. our reception. Right. We went to London on our honeymoon, and um, we had a great time. Yeah, everything was... It was, it was so where did, uh, when did your interest in politics start? Well, I suppose I always had an interest in it because there was, there was, a, there was my grandfather had canvassed for Harry Boland uh, on my mother's side. And there was a lot of talk about that in, in, in the house. And um, uh, in the Sinn Féin, that would be in the Sinn Féin elections of 19 mm. and, uh, and, and 21. So we had a lot of talk about that. And then uh, um, my father was the boss of the family that was born in Ireland. Uh, my three uncles were born in Boston, uh, 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 in Massachusetts, in America. And uh, my grandfather had been married there. Uh, 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 and uh, he came back in uh, 1908 with three young sons. Right. And, uh, and my father was the oldest, and he's the man that took over the farm. Because right. the three older lads went back to college in, in, in Boston uh, right. when, when they were 18, 17 and 18. So uh, there used to be talk about... Uh, um, um, Kennedy's in our house. Um, um, my grandfather used to talk about James Michael Corley and about the the the, yes. the, the, the Irish political system beyond yeah, and, yeah. and and in Boston. In America, yeah. And um, then uh, uh, when I returned to to Roscommon, uh, when was that? Uh, in December of 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 seventy one. Uh, why did you come back? I had also I had I had put down my name for to to uh, at some stage. Yeah. Uh, that I would uh, call to well, or oh, for a job to go back yeah. the same if you know if, I put my name down as you call it a panel yeah. at that time the panel was actually um, sitting there I think I could have gone back maybe two years before that for a job in Banislaw was it so I came back to Banislaw uh, then yeah. and uh, while I was building uh, the house in Fever and on the home farm yeah. uh, I was approached by um, a number of 
old Fianna Fáil activist mm. uh, because uh, they said there was a, a, always a Fianna Fáil councillor there for a long number of years, that Jack Smith had been the late right. Jack Smith, and they thought that coming up to the 79 election that maybe I should consider it. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about it, but um, they, four or five of them arrived at the house one night and um, they, you might say they talked me into it. Right. <laughs> so was 79 your first election? Yeah, I was elected in 79 first, yes. And the first time you ran, you got elected? I did, yeah. Right. right. That yeah. Was, uh, must have been a big It was a very interesting uh, count. Uh, uh, there was one vote between um, uh, the late Mick Fallon and myself, mm. and uh, and uh, so they obviously called. I, I was one vote ahead, so they obviously called for a recount. Right. So it was a rather tense uh, moment over there in the convent hall, anyway. And uh, <laughs> all of my gang were over and uh, back and forth and saying, "How was it going now?" So everyone has a different story at a county, right. you know. So uh, the count anyway, and the recount showed up that I had won it by two votes. Right, okay. Yeah, so, uh, so in you were, and did you enjoy it? As, as a, you went into the council and did you enjoy it? I did, yeah, I did. I spent 23 years in the council, you I did. think, you know. Uh, so you got re-elected on a number of occasions? I did, I did. I, 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 I headed the poll again. I headed the poll in the county every time after that, in the county. Right. So you obviously enjoyed your work? I did, I did. Uh, it was a, I had an interest in, in, in local thing at the time. Um, when I was growing up, uh, uh, there was no uh, public water in, in mm. our area and uh, whilst some of our land ran down to the river Suck, uh, we had uh, the, 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 as you call it, the best of the land was on mm. the other side of the road and that ran over for oh, maybe a quarter of a mile I suppose, you know, mm. it was, uh, our farm was, whilst it was 60 hours, it was narrow, that's the yeah. way the word divided out uh, in, the, in, the, in the tenants time back in the 18, 1800s, mm. you know. So, it was always a, a difficulty about about water and water had to be drawn or cattle had to be driven to water and different things like I remember all that kind of stuff. So I, 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 the Caligna Springs were being developed and I said, look, uh, I, I took an interest in it and mm. um, we got very much involved and uh, eventually, of course, as you know, water is all over South Common. At that time, when I was in 79, there was only about 30 or 40 houses that had a public water system in South Common. Right. That And they were in St. Comas Park and at Lone. There was no public water, water in any house up to that. So it just worked like that, sort of. Everyone either had a, a pump that dug themselves or they had tanks. We had tanks. We had tanks beside right. the house. Right. Uh, uh, we had a tank on the land. Mm. Uh, where, you know, you have a concrete concrete floor where the mm. water runs down into it. And uh, that was it. But and you had a very dry summer. Then you had, sure. to, you had to withdraw the stuff out of that area and put them towards the, towards the, towards right. the lowland, you know. That was, uh, and so that's the kind of work you were doing, trying to provide local amenities for people. And uh, you enjoyed that. Did you ever say to yourself, well, God, maybe I might uh, have a go at the doll? Or did you think well, about national politics at, at any stage? Well, like we had very strong characters in this well, at the time. Yes, the likes of Terry Layden and, and John Sean Hardy, John Ellis, Sean people were here at the time. You know, yeah. And uh, what happened was that um, in my second term of the council, when I was elected in '85, I was um, um, appointed to the General Council of County Councils. Right. And very shortly after that, in, in 19, that had been 85 and 87, uh, I was approached by some of the people who, or Fianna Fáil people who were on the General Council, and they asked me, would I go forward for, mm. to be chairman of it? And I hadn't attended going forward, but anyway, um, because I was only, at that stage, two years on the General Council. Mm. But anyway, I was, went to let me name go forward, and I was elected. So I was elected... I did the chair of the General Council of County Council of Ireland, 87 88. And at that time, I, I obviously saw 
things from kind of a national because yes. we, were meeting, we were meeting the minister of, of the environment at the time mm. or local government as he was called and then of course the general council had a nomination to the senate right so as chairman when it came up i put my name forward i got the nomination mm. and i was elected to the general to the senate in 1989. you were elected to the senate oh, so uh, and you, you had the taste of of national politics yeah. so you were a senator now so yeah did you enjoy that i did i did i enjoyed the senate i enjoyed it just it was, if anything, I thought that the Senate, when I look back on it, that the Senate was actually a, a more relaxed area. You had more freedom. Yeah. When you went to the Dáil, you were under the whip totally, yeah. uh, uh, except on the on the portfolio that you had to speak yeah. on or the area you had to speak on. Yeah. You didn't have as much freedom to speak. In the Senate, you could get up and raise stuff on the altar business and all yeah. that, and you could, um, you know, highlight um, things. That Whatever you want to tell yeah. yeah, and uh, were you long on the Senate? How many terms? I spent... Uh, Almost fourteen years in the Senate. Fourteen years yes, in the Senate, yes. and and uh, we keeping an eye on t- what was happening here. Oh, I mean, it, it was when Sean Doherty decided to retire that you went on. That I got in. No, I had gone before that. Oh, did, oh, did you? Yeah, I had yeah. gone. I had indeed. I I, I um, I had gone in in eighty seven or ninety seven. Sorry, ninety seven. I, I, yeah. I thought you know I might make it on that time, but that I, was when Dennis Doctor got in first, was it? It was, yeah. His, or close his, enough his, to his late father had died just before that, you know. Yeah. And um, there was an opportunity, uh, I suppose, uh, at that time, but it, it, it didn't happen. Um, I think that I, I was, I was, I was considered to be too far south at the time. Yeah. I think, you know, and uh, I wasn't known, say, in Roscommon Town, or, or, or I was known very well, say, in South Roscommon, yeah. but I wasn't known further down the county at the time. And uh, but uh, then uh, in two thousand and two. I did indicate uh, that I would move here. I bought this site here where we have the mm. house in 1998, 1998, yes. And I, we built the house on it. And um, uh, I said that, you know, if I was elected, that I would um, I would uh, base myself in Roscommon Town. I thought it was going to be the centre of the constituency. It was probably a fair to the people as well that I would mm. put myself here. So I was elected in 2002. Well, and that was some uh, uh, count. I have attended nearly as many counts as you have over there. Yes. My God, that was some count. Yes. I have it in the book there yes. that I wrote. Have you? Yes, I mean, indeed. I have. A lot. It was unbelievable. Do you remember that yourself? Oh, I remember it okay. well. Okay, Dennis got in handy enough. Yes. You got in handy enough. Uh, who else was there? Uh, that time Peter Kelly got in handy enough. Yes. Uh, and then the last battle was between May Sexton, uh, Greg Kelly, Greg Kelly, and uh, and uh, uh, you might remember there was a, it was generally said, yeah. <laughs> mentioned at the time that yeah. uh, used to say that boats uh, boats don't, don't swim, don't swim, but five hundred of them swam out of Roscommon yeah. across to Longford and yeah. put in May Sexton at the time. Yeah, but uh, the extraordinary thing about it was that the last three left in it. Uh, if you remember that it was um, Greg Kelly and Louis Belton and May Sex. That's right, that's right. And uh, Greg was 2,300 votes ahead of May, yeah. but uh, Louis transferred 2,600 to May, even though there were opposition. Even though there were opposition, that's right. Yeah, that's that right. Well, you see, it was parochial, the, the county, the county, yeah. Longford was... Uh, but you were in, in Dáil Éireann then, and uh, you went on from there, and... Uh, it was serious then at that stage. Just it was serious at that stage, and uh, uh, but I enjoyed uh, the doll. I had good friends uh, um, politically. Brian Lennon was still about, you know, yeah. uh, and um, uh, I had got very friendly with the uh, with, with of course Brian Lennon Senior used to call to our house in in in, uh, in when we were in fever. Yeah. He used to call to my mother uh, um, uh, because of our connections going right. back to Harry Boland. But anyway, uh, um, so. 
uh, it was nice to be meeting those kind of people uh, again and be interacting with them. And uh, obviously, I had delivered, developed a friendship, a friendship with with Brian Cowan in eighty nine, yeah. uh, and we became kind of political and, and personal friends from that time on. And uh, uh, he was a very close friend of mine. And um, then I, I got a break, a bit of a break. Charlie McCreevy um, came to me one day, and he says to me. Uh, I'd like you to take over the the, the portfolio of of, of um, a spokesman uh, uh, in the Shannon. He said right. I don't want to be called in there. He said that was before I went into the thought, and mm. this stood to me when I went into the thought. Mm. And during that time in the Shannon, I had done uh, the last term of it. Uh, I got a good profile on the finance side of it, and when I went into the thought, um, people were 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 interested in that I would speak on this and speak on that. And so I I got a good I got a good time in the thought. Mm. I must say. Uh, from that to, to 2007, and then of course, uh, uh, 2007, I won the re- was re-elected, yeah. and then I was appointed in 2008 by Brian, Brian Cowan, and then I was uh, reappointed when the, 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 the junior ministers, or whatever you want to minister, states yeah. were dropped 20 to 15. I was, I was reappointed then to, first to, to, um, to uh, uh, housing, um, uh, developing areas, and, and urban renewal. And then when they were dropped to drop to to we all had to hand in our yeah. resignations and uh, so I was reappointed again by Brian to uh, at that stage uh, housing and local services mm. which involved libraries and fire mm. brigades and all that kind of stuff. You had a great uh, friendship with Brian Cowan, as you said, and Brian Cowan, uh, who I've met on several occasions, actually, what a lovely man, uh, and uh, he became Taoiseach. Did you ever think back that that he was? Unsuited uh, to be Taoiseach because uh, he was a tremendously intelligent man. He had great ideas, but he was one of the lads, really. Yeah, he he had a he had a gregarious instinct. There's no question <laughs> at all about that. Um, he loved company. He did. Uh, um, he he, he uh, was a most gentle man, believe it or not. A lot of people had a different idea of what it was. Absolutely, was. and of course he was a thorough gentleman, and he was as straight as a die politically. Mm-hmm. Highly intelligent man. He was probably unfortunate. Uh, took away at the time that he did. Um, uh, uh, he uh, was only in there a short time when when the when the when the Lehman's brothers went belly up in America, and of course the contagion started right around the world. And uh, of course, uh, at that time, uh, the treasury in America didn't do any favors to Ireland when the when the when the when they uh, kind of uh, as it were said let them go with the wind and the European Union of course were no help at the time at no. all at all uh, at the time either uh, consider the way things are now and the way mm. money could be put into into things now it's extraordinary but anyway um, uh, I must say between himself and, and Brian Lenehan Jr uh, they did the right thing for the country maybe not maybe the party suffered over or did mm. suffer over but they did the right thing because all of the major decisions as a garden cutbacks that they have had to be done just to to meet mm. the to meet the the, mm. the, the the run of the country of the day was done at that time. The heavy lifting, as they called it, was mm. done at that time. But anyway, uh, a price is always paid for that. Absolutely. And as we know, Brian Cowan had a very serious illness there. He had a stroke. He was in bad shape for a long time. Mm. But isn't it fantastic to see him back in business again? It Were is. you talking to him lately? Yes, indeed. He, 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 he's, um, um, of course, his, his brain is perfect. His yeah. speech is perfect. He's in great shape. Uh, uh, all in that area, he's a bit compromised, as as you know, from 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 the cerebral hemorrhage that he yeah. has as regards as regards his gait. But apart from that, 
He's good, and it's great, it's great to see that he is good. We have shot from Netley, yes, right? yes, and he's in good form. Yeah, he's in good form, yes, indeed. Look, over the years, uh, Michael, I know uh, you yourself, you know, you never were a man that, that really, uh, you know, fell out with anybody or uh, seriously fell out anyway. I mean, there was a lot of politics. Over the years, um, was there any regrets that you had politically? There was a lot of big stories in Roscommon, none bigger than the hospital. Uh, were any regrets over the years? No, well, first going off, I never believed very much in the political um, banter. I think um, a lot of people get elected by, 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 I won't say a lot, but some people get elected by causing rows and, and, yeah. and making, uh, you know, derogatory statements about others and all this. Yeah. I never really thought much about that. I, I, it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't my way of operating. Right. And anyway, um, uh, I don't think it, 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 it does anything for the territory that you have responsibility for. That's really what's important. Like, I, as far as I was concerned, what was important was, like, when I started up the council, get a public water system in there. Yeah. Give, you know, when I got in here to, to the doll, see what I can do for the county, for the town, for the mm. county and all around it. And, uh, like, the important things for me were, say, obviously the hospital was mm. very important, and I was sorry to see what happened afterwards to a certain downgrade. You know, I was sorry to see the A&E go. But anyway, nothing we can do about that now. No. But... The important things after that were schools, childcare, sports facilities, you know, and of course to bring to bring decentralisation to the to the to the to the area. But yes, the the regret I I probably ha, had uh, was that, uh, and I would have done it. I think I would have. I think I would have been successful, as have an appointed uh, uh, consultant, A&E, an A and E consultant for us common. I think if I had got. If the, the our government had gone on for 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 for, right. for, for the, uh, to the end of the term, mm. because it was something I had discussed in detail with Mary Harney and with uh, with uh, Ryan Cowan, mm. and uh, at that time the hospital was on the up, as mm. you might remember. Uh, we had put in the new A and E, the medical assessment unit. We had spent a, a lot of money uh, on on all of the wards and all the rest of it. Everything was brought up to a very high standard. We had doubled the consultants. But we one thing, even though we had put in a new A and E, we hadn't got clearness from clearness from coroner and hospital as to putting in a, an A and E consultant. Mm. I believe myself that if we had an A and E consultant, if I had got another year or year and a half mm. or two years of that government, then it would be difficult to close down the the the, the accident yeah, emergency because the A and E consultant would say it was a safe place. Yeah. You get me? But it was left to other consultants uh, to to comment. make the, to make the comment, and as you know, some of the comments weren't 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 helpful. That's interesting. And mm. you have retired now and you're enjoying your retirement. Yes, I'm retired now. Uh, 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 Betty and myself are here. Um, we had a dog, but he got killed. Uh, but we're very comfortable here. Uh, we're 50 years married uh, on the 20th of February last. And, uh, Congratulations. <laughs> and uh, uh, we travelled a good bit. Uh, uh, she's from Sleeve Row in Kikini. She's one of 12 children. I'm one of eight. Uh, we have a lot of people to, to, to call visit that. and call and all the rest of it. And um, uh, three of my family are, are, are here most of the time. My son Trevor lives in one side of Common town. Mm-hmm. My daughter Martina lives in, in, in the other side of it. Uh, my oldest son Michael, is a, in, he's in Dublin. He's a, he works at Trinity College. He's a, a technical officer in Trinity College. And our youngest daughter, we have four in family, and mm-hmm. our youngest daughter is in, she's a radiographer in Melbourne, Australia. So right. we're always uh, plenty of places to go and plenty of places to visit. And uh, thankfully, both of us are in good health. I use, both of us use the park here in Roscommon five or six days a week. 
uh, I enjoyed. I walked there at least five or six days a week. And uh, but it was probably the seven. And um, uh, we holiday a bit. We go abroad and uh, we go to Kilkenny and we go up to. It's been a tough time, hasn't it? The last eighteen months. Yes, yes. Uh, it is. It is. It's, it's been. It's been. It's been tough uh, uh, on the basis that uh, uh, people. Um, I know that older people have been frightened, hmm. uh, and uh, and uh, whilst we have been careful, um, uh, I know that that we haven't we haven't actually been frightened because we have. I think we have stuck by the rules, yeah. and I believe that people stuck stuck by the rules. I think that's a pity that the ten percent of the country that haven't uh, got the vaccine. vaccine. Uh, uh, haven't got it. I think it's a pity they haven't got it. I think they're 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 being selfish, yeah. in my view. I think that uh, they should think of their fellow citizen. And yeah. uh, we, we, we if one thing about the pandemic anyway, it showed uh, how dependent we are on one another, on our family, and our families, and it it has brought out the best in a whole lot of people. I I really I'm really impressed with the way the Irish people and people who I know the way they have interlinked. Mm. And, 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 and put the hand out to, to, their, to their fellow man and their neighbour, which is a great thing. That's what it's all about. At the end of the day, if you haven't uh, family, friends, community, uh, you really don't have much. Well, you're dead right, Michael. It's an absolute pleasure to talk to you, and uh, you're a gentleman, and uh, hopefully we'll meet for an old point shortly. Well, I'd like that indeed, Seamus. <laughs>